You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to Locked On Texans Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, John, some sports guy here on this beautiful Friday in Houston. Across from me, Cody Davis. And ladies and gentlemen, when you are planning to attend the Houston Texans next home game against the Oakland Raiders, please, I encourage you to use Vivid Seats. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let the Vivid Seat app help you get to your favorite live event. Enter promo code KICKOFF at the checkout to receive a discount up to $100. How you doing today, my man? Loved it. I'm doing great, man. Friday, uh, you know, uh, Friday has been one of those days throughout the beginning of time where everybody just looks forward to it. (laughs) So, so while you guys are in your car on the way to work, picking up your babies, taking them out of school early, it doesn't matter. Um, just make sure you subscribe to Locked On Texans. You know, tell your friends about it. Uh, while you listen to it, you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone. Uh, I'm just so happy to be back for another day. Locked on. What's oh yeah, up? most definitely. And um, since today is Friday, that means it's Fans Friday here. I know you had a couple interactions that happened on Twitter, so we're gonna talk to some of our. I don't want to call them fans, but yeah, I really hate saying them. fans. Who am, who am I? Am I? Yeah, I'm not a gender. We, we, we not nothing. I'm not. Our, our some sports Kardashian. <laughs> um, our listeners, we're gonna talk about that. Of course, we also gonna give you guys more analysis on the Kansas City Cheese game that's going to take place on Sunday at Arrowhead. Um, but before we get into that, I'm pretty sure you guys know by now, if you haven't realized, Sunday's game is going to be what I like to call a game that features familiar faces in different places. And we're going to see a guy who actually wore a Houston Texans uniform, and that guy was Tyron Matthews. Honey Badger. Now, unfortunately, Matthews only played one season with the Houston Texans, and um, he wasn't a disappointment, but at the same time, he wasn't the same guy that made him a all-pro safety back in 2015. Um, John, when you and I first took over this show, that was a debate. Should the Houston Texans re-sign Tyron Matthews now? After what we have seen from our secondary so far this season, could you say that the Houston Texans did themselves a favor by not bringing back Honey Badger? I think the Texans ended up winning uh, big time when you look at what they wanted to do and what they felt like at the price Honey Badger wanted wasn't what he was actually good at for them at the time. And that's just really dealing with the tight ends. Last year, we had a huge problem with tight ends. They killed us. They really did. And when we go against the likes of Travis Kelsey, who we'll see Sunday, we need a safety that can really hold his own against the tight end. And I think that's what Tyshawn Gibson gives you. On top of that, he's also giving it to you at the same price you were going to pay the other guy, which is Honey Badger. So at $7.5 million, I'll take that over what Honey Badger is doing for us last year, or even what he's doing right now for the Chiefs, I'll take that. Honestly, John, I 
kind of believe that we're getting more out of him this year than what we got out of Matthews last season. And you're talking about a guy, Honey Badger, who only gave the Texans 70 tackles and two interceptions all through last season. Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong. I definitely think, you know, looking at his numbers, he gave you just around the same amount that he did his all-pro year, which was a big year. That was one of the funnest seasons for a DB in the last 10 years. So, I mean, he, he gave you similar numbers. It just seemed like the impact that we were looking from him before was gone. Not, 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 not as effective as it had been before. And speaking of former teammates, you also got to take a look at our side, who we have Carlos Hyde. And of course, everyone knows that day when Bill O'Brien just went, what I like to call trade crazy, that one Saturday, we was able to acquire Hyde. And and this is a guy, I want to say, has helped us tremendously um, so far in this first half of the season. Yeah, most definitely. And where he's helped us the most? On the ground. We lost Lamar Miller, and everybody was just, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? Who are we going to get? We got to find guys. We're a championship-ready team. And the Houston Texans fans, they really do overreact sometimes. But we brought in Carlos High. He's been a guy that's been known to give you a 1,000-plus all-purpose yards. When he's healthy, he's been effective. He's been a, a feature back in this league when he's healthy on the field. Is he quite – is he having quite the, the – the, 80 to 100 yards rushing per game. No, he's not. He's not at all. Right now, Hyde is around 60 yards per game. And that's okay. He's averaging 4.2 carry per, per rush. He's doing his job, which is helping this Houston Texans team average 130 on the ground. And that's important because when you look at the other side of the ball with Honey Badger, well, we have ways that we can attack him. We just saw what happened against the Falcons where, you know, Fells had a big red zone day, two touchdowns back-to-back. We saw what we can do with uh, Atkins when he gets hit, uh, running and gets some steam. We saw how effective he can be when the Sun is feeding him the ball. And then on our side, we can attack that with what we have, but then we can also attack what we got back from you guys in the trade with Rankin running offense to keep your offense off the field. And just like we alluded to on yesterday, it is extremely important for any team, not just for the Houston Texans, in order for them to beat the Kansas City Chiefs, you have to attack their run defense. And in order for the Texans to attack their run defense, we have to have Carlos Hyde healthy. That's one box that needs to be checked. The other, well, we're going to go ahead and preview that the rest of the show. And don't forget, today is... Fan Fridays, questions and answers, Q&As, love it all. You know, it is Friday, of course, and, you know, Friday is the day where we kind of give, you know, our predictions. And I also, I gave my predictions early in the week when we were on Locked On Cheese when we did the crossover. Um, And then, you know, just play around some Q&As and things like that. But I think this matchup, we have to talk about just – Everything and everybody that's going to be involved right now. We mentioned how we have Gibson now, a guy who is better at covering tight ends than I would say Honey Badger is right now, at least from what we saw from him last season with the matchup problems that he had against tight ends. Gibson, on the other hand, much bigger safety. So that's a matchup where when we look at Kelsey and what he's been able to do, only been able to find an end zone. Once so far this season should have been twice, but um, well, what do I call him? Steph 
Steph Mahomes, <laughs> Patrick Curry did the no-look pass, and it went completely over Travis Kelsey's head, which pissed me off because I have him on fantasy. But there's so many different matchups. Even with Carlos Hyde and how effective he's been, he's been for the team, the team aspect, him and Duke Johnson and Deshaun Watson totally rushing for 130 yards per game, Cody, listeners at home. There's so many different matchups and storylines. Even with the 2017 draft class quarterbacks that were taken second and third, there is one. But you know a storyline that I kind of want to talk about right now? Cody, you've been giving these guys praise, right? The secondary has a matchup. Here's why. I mentioned the numbers that Robinson and Hardman were able to put up two games previously before the two games they just played. Now, when they played the Colts and when they played the Lions, they had no touchdowns. They were subpar yard numbers compared to those games against uh, Oakland and uh, the, the other game they played, uh, the name slips me, but they were able to put up 300-something-plus yards and four touchdowns. They were very effective. And now they get Tyreek Hill back. So that's dangerous. And they also still have Travis Kelsey. Now, even though I feel like Gibson and Kelsey can kind of cancel each other out, Tyreek Hill is a matchup problem from, from for anybody. And now they get him back. Now they don't have to bank on young receivers that came out of nowhere like Robinson and Hartman to make plays where well, you're going to get an all-pro at receiver back. And I'm looking at our secondary. This matchup is key, Cody. Most definitely. You know, ever since, what was it, week three when we played against the Los Angeles Chargers, I've been saying that the secondary has been on the ups, you know, has really improved. Took a lot of heat from you, from some of the listeners, even from my own family members. <laughs> and every single week I keep saying, you know, they improving, they improving, they improving. This week is going to be a testimony to see who's right. Who wins the matchup out of our secondary versus their Receiving threats. So, so I'm rooting for you, Jonathan Joseph. But the one guy that... I'm rooting for you, Jonathan Joseph. <laughs> but the one guy that I want to make sure the Texans defensive line do not let get off any kind of way, LaShawn McCoy. Mm. Now, I know this is not the same LaShawn McCoy that became a six-time Pro Bowler. Right. That became that all-pro running back. Right. But, John, you know me. If... You are a player who's shown a lot of promise. You are a player who has that type of resume where you can make a case that, you know, when it's all said and done, there's a possibility he could be into the Hall of Fame. I always feel like you can go off at any moment. Right, and I'm glad you mentioned that because my next matchup to look at was actually D-line versus O-line. Well, you know, and honestly, it'll be front seven versus the... Chiefs uh, front five, the big guys up front, because you are, you're right. Now, DJ Reader has been one of the best interior defensive linemen in the league thus far. JJ Watt is getting hot. Willie Merciless has been tearing it up. So this is a front seven, along with a couple of the young guys. When we look at Charles Omenihu, they can get after the quarterback. And this offensive line for the Chiefs that will be, that will be without Eric Fisher banged up. Mm-hmm. They're vulnerable right now, mm-hmm. and um, and and the reason, and another reason why I'm looking at the matchup of how they're going to contain Lashawn McCoy, it goes back to what I've been saying all week. 
this game is going to come down to who is healthy. Because if Patrick Mahomes, let's say his ankle is, let's say, 85 to 90% good, he's you know, you, you know Patrick Mahomes. He's going to be throwing that ball, running all around the field. But if his ankle is about 50-50, mm-hmm. they're not, they, that takes him out the game, which means they're going to have to depend a lot on that backfield. Right. And that is LaShawn McCoy. Right. Now, but that is a matchup I see us winning easily right now. You say easily, but once again, this is a guy who is still capable to 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 run you out the building. Now, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying keep an eye. It's an X factor. An that X-factor. is a big X factor. And like I say, LaShawn McCoy's production is going to depend on the health of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and I like that. You know, another matchup that I think just across the board, everybody is looking at following his week five dominance at home, Will Fuller. You mentioned X Factor. If Will Fuller is able to cook that defense, get behind those guys, he can fly, then that X Factor of opening up the offense will be right back. And we have seen proof. The Saints, the Chargers, Atlanta. When this offense is open, <laughs> it does damages. It does damages. Am I right? Oh, you're 100% right. You know, and that goes back to what I talked about earlier in the week. I'm I'm, I'm happy that Will Fuller had a game like that because mm-hmm. now he's going to be on everybody's radar. He's on notice now. And DCs are watching. You know, Kenny Steele is still in question because of his hamster injury. But, but at the end of the day, that just opens the field Thank a you. lot more for Deshaun Watson because if you because they're 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 gonna have a lot more people looking at Will Fuller, which means you got the best receiver in the world right now in DeAndre Hopkins. He's gonna have the ability to get open a lot easier. And by, by the way, you mentioned DeAndre Hopkins, but here's where the offense is at its best. When Kiki is touching the ball, when we're mixing our tight ends, whether it's Atkins on, on, on one drive or fails, it doesn't matter. We're mixing in, guys. Duke Johnson is coming to do what Duke Johnson does, and Carlos Hyde is getting the field, and then everybody is touching the ball. Now, that is where – and I mentioned it yesterday, and then I corrected myself on Twitter. I said the Texans have, if not the same amount of talent, right there. And I had to think about it. Well, I'm only – at the time, I was only mentioning that the skill players, the running backs, the quarterbacks, the receivers, the tight ends. Mm-hmm. The offense does not go anywhere without the big guys up front. Hmm. Titus Howard, Tunsil, Nick Martin, Sharpen, these guys have been blocking their ass off. And so as a guy that I played that position before, we're not going to go unnoticed. That is what puts, off, puts us over the hump on Kansas City. Without Chris Jones... This may be another day for offensive line. Now, I'm, this is where I think the separation will come in. I truly believe so. And um, and, and as you saw, Laramie Tunsil say he has gotten extremely comfortable playing with this offense. And that's something you always want to hear from the guy that's protecting you. Exactly. And if he feels comfortable, he's leading that offensive line. He's leading the charge. Titus Howard. All the rest of those guys, they're going to fall in line. Hopefully, they can they can have another game where Deshaun Watson not only does not get sacked, but keeps him healthy yes. so he do not take what I like to call unnecessary hits. And what's unnecessary is not betting with my bookie. 
Do you ever find yourself wishing that you can make some extra cash with your NFL knowledge? I know I do because I do. And I actually make extra cash with my NFL knowledge. My bookie, they want to take your dream and make it come true, turning into reality this season. Right now, all players are invited to play in the free $50,000 Survivor Contest. Winner takes all. Contest starts October 8th, closes October 14th before the start of Monday Night Football. Between football season, MLB playoffs, and the start of the NBA and NHL season, it's time to get off the sideline, get in the action. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, win, you get paid. Before we continue with the show, we have to say congratulations to the Houston Astros. They just defeated the Tampa Bay Rays and will be facing off against the New York Yankees in the American League Championship Series. If you want to know more about the Houston Astros and how they match up against the New York Yankees, be sure to check out Eric Heisman over at Locked On Astros. Fan Fridays, Fan Fridays, Fan Fridays. A couple questions asked today. On Twitter, via text message, the whole nine. And before we get out of here, we got to answer some questions. Number one, this guy, I love this guy. Uh, the electric flying, was it, wait, the electrifying phenom. <laughs> Is this going to be an AFC championship showdown? That's the question. AFC Championship Showdown? AFC Championship Showdown. I'm going to go on a limb and say yes, because one of these teams going to have to play against the Patriots. Both of them actually play the Patriots. No, I'm talking about before the AFC Championship game. That means the other might have an easy cakewalk there. Oh, man. So I'm, 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 I'm going to say yes. You know, and like we talked about, and like we talked about, the new Tom Brady, the new Peyton Manning, this 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 is only the start of it. I'm gonna go no. I don't wow. think this is an AFC showdown. So who do you have? As of right now, and Sunday will tell a lot. And I'll tell after Sunday. I'll come back on the show and say what I feel like if it's different. As of right now, I do have the Chiefs going. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about the consistency of the Houston Texans. And I'm glad that you said that because you know me. Consistency is a big thing when it comes to these Houston, Texas. But shout out to the electric fine phenom. We're going to have to bring him in on the show one day. At some point, yeah. You know, guys, we, we, we are still looking for a place to watch the game altogether. The consensus pick was somewhere in the Heights area. So I'm getting on that now. Another question by this this guy's Twitter name. I, I don't even know if I could. I, I spell it out. V-D-B-D-A-H-L. Will we get another heartbreak loss this weekend where Deshaun plays lights out and we lose because of a soft cover defense as usual in these types of games? Or do we get a do we follow the odd even pattern and put up sub 15 points? Well, I can't answer that because I'm on the end of I think the Texans pull this game out. So I think we're going to get another electrifying Deshaun Watson game. And I think our defense is going to really bend not break this game and make some plays. It's possible. It's highly possible. Um, that's a tough one. I'm, I'm going to say it's possible. It's possible. Last question. E. Phil asks, did we see the full potential of the offensive line last Sunday? Not even cl- Yes. That's not even a question. <laughs> Those guys, no sacks. 
held their own. Not only that, you know, it helped the offensive line out, the play caller. They keep that up. You, you, you're going to keep improving these guys. These guys are going to continue to improve. Yeah, man, I 100% agree with you. This this was only the start. Only like the start high school musical, great. the start of something new. And on that note, that high school musical note, I'm out. Before I do leave on Locked On Texans, thank you guys for tuning in. Cody, your prediction for Chiefs game. Man, I'm I'm still torn. Oh my gosh. This is this is this is tough, but I'm gonna go with my heart, not my mind. I'm gonna say this is prompt well, it's not prom time, but Deshaun Watson does play lights out when the stakes are higher. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say Texans thirty, Chiefs twenty seven. This game, if the Houston Texans can win this game. This is going to be a statement game. It's going to be a pinpoint game where we can look back and say, this is the game that started this historic run. That damn 2017 draft class. You know what's another fun over-under? What you want to look at if you take a bet, even if it was with my bookie, how many yards are going to be... Uh, Earn this entire game from both teams. It's like over under nine nine hundred eight fifty. <laughs> it's eight hundred and fifty yards. Like possibly two less. Like combined. Combined. Man, it's, that might be too. Oh less. my gosh, guys! Don't forget to subscribe to Locked On Texans podcast from the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, John Hickman. Find me on Twitter at some sports guy with two Y's at the end across from me, my partner in crime. Cody Davis, and please follow me on Twitter at Cody C O T Y D A V I S underscore 24. Word from the wise. Sometimes you just gotta live a little. Relax. Take it easy. Peace. You are locked on Texans. Your daily podcast on the Houston Texans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.